This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Let's talk about lowering the speed limit on Vancouver's side streets to 30 clicks an hour. i got to admit, I've been struggling with this idea whether I support it or not. On the one hand, I'm thinking maybe this is just a cash grab for the cops if they can set up speed traps and just issue ticket after ticket to people who are speeding on the other hand i saw some knob speeding down my own street this morning in a beamer and i'm like my kids ride their bikes on this street so you know i was angry when i saw that so i can sort of see both sides of it it's our hot question of the day here today by the way as well which is also split right down the middle the city of vancouver now is voted to go ahead with a pilot project on this to lower the speed limit from 50 to 30 kilometers an hour on some Vancouver side streets. Brand new opinion poll out on it suggests most people like the idea. Let's check in with the man who got this ball rolling in the first place here, Vancouver City Councillor Pete Fry. Hi. Hi, Mike. Hi, thanks for coming I can't on. Take, I can't take full credit for getting the ball rolling. This has been something that's been on the works uh, for quite some time, and not just here in Vancouver, but across North America and Europe. In fact, 140 cities across Europe have 30-kilometer uh, areas for residential zones already in place. And Portland just went uh, 20 miles per hour throughout all of its residential side streets, which is about 75% of its road network. This is something that's, okay. that's you know, it's, 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 a, it's, it's an appropriate trend as we increasingly densify our cities, and we, you know, you nailed it when you talked about your kid. Uh, and, 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 and roads are part of our public space. And, you know, most normal people actually do drive 30 clicks in a residential side street. That's kind of the average speed for most uh, thoughtful people. But, you know, yeah. you live in a neighborhood where you got a lot of people who are commuting through or rat running or what have you, and you see a marked difference. And that's the kind of kind of behavior that we want to address, right? And really just get people thinking about about residential side streets as as places Here. where people live. They're not highways. Here's one of the arguments I've heard against it. Maybe this is the most compelling one. And it's what is the problem that you're trying to solve? Like, as you just said yourself, most people, the, the speed limit may, the speed limit may be 50 kilometers an hour, but the majority of people will exercise common sense and they will drive slower than that. If you're talking about a, a, you know, a, a quiet residential side street, they're not going to go blasting down that street typically. I mean, sometimes you will see behavior otherwise, but. If the situation is not that bad already, what what is the problem you're trying to fix? Well, it depends where you live. I mean, I would argue. So some some people don't see it as a problem because it's not a problem in their neighborhood. In my neighborhood, it's a problem. I live in Strathcona. We have the the trains crossing uh, at Venables and Prior there, and people start getting frustrated, looking for shortcuts, and they're frustrated and they're trying to get to work, and they start speeding through a residential neighborhood, and we see it there. And you know, since introducing this motion, I've been getting letters and emails from across the city, little pockets of neighborhoods were like, yeah, we have all these commuters who come bombing down our street and they forget that we're a residential street and they just treat it like a highway. So, you know, and folks in Dunbar, I got a lot of letters from people in Dunbar where they don't even have sidewalks. So they have kids walking on the side of the road and they're worried about their kids walking to school. So, you know, it really depends on, on where you live, I guess, and what your personal experience is. But I think at the end of the day, it's not an especially onerous ask because most people do drive at 30 clicks. And it's just a reminder that, that these are public spaces and to be more mindful and thoughtful. Because the reality is, is if you get hit by a car at 50 kilometers an hour as a pedestrian or a cyclist, 
you're you're a lot more liable to be seriously seriously injured than if you were hit by a car at 30 clicks. That's just okay. the, the reality of the science. Okay, your motion at city council passed unanimously on this. Can you tell us precisely what is the city doing here now? Well, so it's a two-part motion. So number one is to, to look to areas specifically like I've identified and, and I've been compiling a list of parts of our city where this could actually be uh, of benefit to the, to the local residents and to actually implement posted speed limits. Now, the challenge is, is that when we do this, we have to post a sign on every block of every street that we want the speed reduction because we have a default speed limit of 50 kilometers an hour. Right. So the second part of this motion is to take to the Union of BC Municipalities and ask to have the province amend the Motor Vehicle Act to say that municipalities can set their own default speed limits. So in the case of Vancouver, where 80% of our road network are residential side streets that don't have a center line, these are the roads we're talking about, roads without a center line, the cost for us to put a sign on every block of every street would be onerously expensive. So rather, if we can set the default speed limit, then we just put posted speed limits of 60 or 50 or whatever on the 20% of arterial and uh, collector streets. I see. And what about the pilot project that's going forward right now? How is that going to work? Well, staff are going to come back with, with a list of recommendations. As I mentioned, I've supplied them a list of people who've written into me, and I've compiled a pretty extensive spreadsheet of, of, of neighborhoods asking for change. So I'll be supplying that to staff, and they can move forward with recommendations where we're going to pilot it. In the meantime, the motion is going to the Union of BC Municipalities in September, uh, we've had a lot of interest from other municipalities around the province, Victoria, Souk, Nelson, Rossland, all sorts of, you know, and here in the Lower Mainland, a bunch of municipalities interested in, in sort of co-sponsoring this possibly and, and coming forward with a, a more uh, province-wide ask for the simple amendment to the Motor Vehicle Act to allow municipalities to set the default speed limit within city limits. Okay, okay brand new opinion poll out this week showing majority people... A majority of respondents to a survey, this is a poll done by the Research Co., a pretty uh, respected polling company. 58% of those who responded to this survey say they would definitely or probably like to see the speed limit reduced in their own municipality. Um, what's your response to that number, 58% on your side? I, I think that's that sounds about right. I mean, I think yeah. it gets even more, the, the percent is, is, is higher at, uh, at, I believe, uh, 68% in the city of Vancouver. Hmm. Um, so 58 province-wide. I mean, I think one of the things to recognize, and this is why we've positioned this ask to be of the province to be allowing municipalities to set their own defaults, is because not all of our municipalities and, and regions across the province are the same. So in lots of parts of British Columbia, you have these long country roads that are technically residential roads and don't have a, a center line, but they also go on for miles without seeing anybody. So we want to recognize that, that, that not all roads are created equal and different municipalities. I mean, the people who know their municipalities best are the people who live in those municipalities. We want to give that flexibility uh, and just look at it from a different lens. Okay, speaking, not of one size fits all. speaking of Vancouver City Councilor Pete Fry, what would be what would stop the police from just setting up an, the old speeding speed trap fishing hole on a street somewhere and just start papering out tickets for people going over 30 kilometers an hour as a cash grab? Well, well, I mean, if it's if it's the law, then maybe that's what has to happen. As 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 it happens, though, it's not really typical that we get a lot of that in the first place, really. And we don't see a lot of because because to the letter of the law and the Motor Vehicle Act, you have to drive with due attention and care. And I think most people would agree. Anybody driving fifty clicks down a residential side street with kids playing and pets and all that kind of stuff is not exercising appropriate care and attention. So. 
I would challenge that they could already be ticketing folks for for that specifically. I think this again, this is about sending a signal uh, yeah. on a kind of expected behavior, and I, I don't think that the police will be out there ticketing people willy nilly just to just to is is there any evidence that this type of speeding is going on on these side streets right now and that it's causing harm to life and limb like have there been any are there any stats and fatalities or injuries from accidents and side streets from speeding well there's you know there are there are of course there was a really horrible fatality in nanaimo uh, earlier this year a young boy dro- coming out of his driveway and hit and killed um oh. on his bicycle uh, we we track fatalities and then we track injuries, but we don't really categorize injuries. So the, obviously the majority of injuries and fatalities happen on, on arterials and collectors, but you can look at the ICBC maps and you will see that, in fact, injuries, uh, less so fatalities, but injuries do happen on side streets as well. And I think it's important to recognize that that injuries, when a pedestrian or a cyclist is hit by a car, injuries can be pretty significant. That includes stuff like never walking again, having a permanent brain injury, uh, they don't get categorized as fatalities, but they're just blanket injuries. And I think injury is is, is a pretty broad scope of uh, of impacts on 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 you know people who are hit by cars and their families and friends and people who have to pick up the pieces afterwards. Okay, counselor, we're following this uh, issue very closely. Thanks for your time today, Mike. Always a pleasure. Take okay, care. Okay, appreciate it. That is Pete Fry, Vancouver City Councilor.